Hi, everybody. This is Jalisa. Thank you so much for coming back to my podcast. It is Sunday, May 8, 2022. Beautiful day we had today in Connecticut. You know, a little chilly, but um, I was, it's Mother's Day. So it's a very special day, you know, even though I celebrate Mother's Day as much as I can every moment that I can be with my mom because she has done so much for us. And now that she's ill, you know, I try to spend, you know, time wisely with her and it was so much fun with her today um seeing her playing with her and just you know um sharing with her it was funny because we were making videos i'm like people you know friends and family on facebook they want to see you and i kept saying to her did you smile when i was taking the picture and she's like at one point she goes no and then in the second video she said yes i did smile it was just funny to see that um, but anyways, I'm here, guys, to um, share a topic with you because God had put this in my heart. For the last couple of days, I mean, you know, I understand that God has been working with me. I, you know, it's very um, obvious, right? So I have been sharing a lot of my personal stories when it comes to my career in my Instagram live that I do. And if you are interested, you can go ahead and follow me on Instagram, Julissa Designs, also on Twitter or YouTube. Um, you can find me by Julissa Designs. But um, that's, you know, that's career, fashion, all of that stuff and how I got started. But God also reminded me of something, you know, and episodes and things that I had experienced as a child that looking back at it now, I'm like, this is this was some type of manipulation and the reason that i say that is because we as human beings we are so quick to judge when somebody comes and reports abuse in any form um years after right so we have seen many times with these hollywood celebrities and right now we have that huge case of johnny depp and you know her his wife i think her name is amber so Speaking about that, you know, just make a parenthesis about that. Because somebody asked me my, my opinion about Johnny Depp trial and all of that stuff. And I'm like, my biggest shock, my biggest shock about this 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 um trial with Johnny Depp and Amber Rose is that everybody seems to me like in social media that they're all against Amber, right? I believe that's her name. And I mean, I feel like everybody's against Amber, but I'm thinking why are people like that right why are people um crucifying her and it must be so traumatizing for her if everything she's saying is true and actually happened why are people so quick to judge and make fun of her it is there have been so many TikTok that you can see of people um, doing plays of what her confessions are and things like that. And let me tell you something. We have to be so careful about judging somebody who has experienced some type of trauma, abuse, manipulation, physical abuse, verbal abuse. We have to be so careful how we um, how we talk about them, right? We think that everybody's a victim. A lot of the times we judge by saying, you know, she's just playing dumb. She's a victim, this and the other. But we have to be so careful. Let me tell you, the reason that I'm speaking about this, you know, you only, it seems to, like a lot of the times you speak more from experiencing anything, right? So I remember one time that I had a situation where I was living and it got physical, right? And I couldn't believe it. To my, like, I was the biggest, one of the biggest shock in my life, you know, as an adult, 
to a situation to get physical, right? And the way everything unfolded. And I remember sharing that with one of my friends, which is no longer my friend, not because of that, but I just couldn't feel, I, you know, I couldn't feel like I could trust her. But I remember sharing that because at that point when, when that happened, right, you were in so, such a shock, right? And I remember sharing that and, and her reaction really just gave me chills. It kind of discouraged me for even speaking about it. You know, there are people, like, it's so hard to describe. When somebody comes to you and shares something so deep like that, not, like, why do people think that everybody's playing the victim? Everybody assumes that you're a liar. Like, why would any, you, I can understand, like, people can make up stuff. Like, I get it, you know, but a lot of the times the people that make up fake stuff like that, they have a track record, right? They have a track record. They are known for that, okay? It's not their first case. So why would anybody make it seem like you are a liar? And the, the response from her was, really? that actually happened and, and and she kept looking back at me and saying really really and i'm thinking to myself now i have to make you believe that it actually happened that to me is crazy and i remember feeling so disappointed on myself that i because i don't really open myself up to people like that but you know i was driving we we're going somewhere and i was driving i'm sharing that with her and she couldn't, it's like she didn't believe it that could actually happen. And then I just, I felt disappointed on myself. And I also felt like I was, you know, here's the thing. Like when somebody agrees, when you tell somebody this is happening to me, I think I mentioned this in one of my previous episodes. When somebody agrees of something somebody said to you that was not nice, let's just say, okay, it's like, you know, let's just say an example, right? Because I talk about food shaming and all of that. When you're at a restaurant, let's say somebody shames you because of the food that you're ordering and you want to get some type of support and you tell the person that's there with you, say, hey, I don't feel comfortable here. Can we go? And they say to you, shush, shush, like, don't make it such a big deal. A lot of the times when the people do that to you, it's because they're agreeing with it. And the way she reacted to my comment, because I was just trying to open up, trying to get some type of advice, okay? And the way she asked me, really, really, like, in her face, I will never forget the look on her face. Like, and I'm thinking to myself, you think I will actually make something up like that? And you know what the issue is here? It's like people don't believe that somebody so well-liked, right? Let's just say Johnny Depp. People have the reputation. They're so well liked. They're so they have followers, tons, tons and thousands of followers. They they will never want to see them in a negative light. So they like to keep that clear. And if you're coming against that, they're not gonna believe you. Right? So the person that asked me earlier today, I said to them, you know, she's like, What do you think about the Johnny Depp and Amber Rose thing? And I said, you know, let's just say I don't understand why people are so um against her right i haven't watched much of it but i feel like everybody everything she says everybody's just shutting it down saying it's fake and let me tell you i said to them let me tell you about these hollywood celebrities these people um 
they have been a track pattern of these people being abusive towards others, right? This is nothing new. This is nothing new. And this is why, you know, we have seen, and I said to her, let's just imagine it's not Johnny Depp and it's somebody like Leonardo DiCaprio, right? Because people think um, celebrities and actors are the character that they play on the movies, right? So when they say, you know, let's just say Leonardo DiCaprio is being abusive to her, to his wife, people are going to have an extremely hard time believing it because they see Leonardo DiCaprio as Jack from Titanic, sweet, loving Jack who is very protective of women. And the thing is, like, those are two different persons, right? And people say, you know, but Amber Rose, this, and, like, Johnny Depp has a character that you might not be familiar with. And this is why you have to be so careful about saying that everybody's just, like, like she's playing the victim and he's so innocent, okay? A couple years back, it, there was a, a newscaster, her name is Carmen Dominici, right? Very well known in the Spanish television networks. And she was dating another newscaster, right? He's also very well known. And she mentioned one one episode that happened to her where she went to this wedding, very famous wedding of somebody, I don't even know who it was, in the Dominican Republic, right? So when they went through the wedding, like, this is what they do, right? People who want to hide they, who they are, this is what they do. They go through the whole, you know, it's, as long as they're in public, they will never show their true colors. They, will, they, they try so hard to keep that secret, right? And so Carmen Dominici kept saying, you know, I, we went through the wedding, we had a great time and something happened. You know, he thought that I was probably looking at somebody or flirting with somebody. And the minute we got to the hotel, this man beat me up. And can you imagine that? Like, you think everything is cool and then out of nowhere it goes south completely. And there you are in a wedding celebrating with people trying to get you get to the hotel room you get beat down by this man right and these people these men do this stuff right because their ego is so high they're well they're so charismatic they're so liked by everybody right they have a great reputation because these people are so great at keeping their reputation but they're so abusive behind closed doors and that was physical for her i know she got divorced and all of that she moved on it happened years ago but i'm saying like people are going to have a hard time believing it right how dare you say something negative about this person that we like so much and let me tell you when it comes to somebody reporting an abuse, you have to be so careful, right? How you react to it and your response, right? And even your looks, like I said. Um, you know, it's so sad when you're trying to, to speak out and somebody just chests you down completely. Not only chests you down, but also calls you a liar. That's double abuse right there for the victim. And we have to be so careful, right? So, you know, Speaking about that, you know, I was thinking also, like, God put me in, in, you know, I know God is, you know, working with me in the past couple months, you know, beginning of the year, and he has shown me so many things about some of the friends that I thought were my friends that they're not really my friends, right, and people that only, you know, there are people who are just monitoring you, right, and they want to be reaching out to you you know, this type of messages that are so weird to me, okay, because there's no longer a relationship uh, need, right? It's basically, I'm going to text you every three months, hey, how's everything? How's your business? How's, how's the work? Okay, 
okay, just checking on you. Have a good day. There's no like, hey, you want to go out to the dinner? Let's get together. Hey, will I see you in church this day and the other? There's nothing like that, right? So what do we call this? These are monitoring friends. It's, there's no such thing as checking in if you're not willing to even see that person, in, in see, the, see that friend in person. So what is this, right? What is this? Um, and, you know, I, I think about that, right? Everybody has lived busy life. I understand that, like, I'm very old, I'm very busy as well, but if you can call me and say, hey, you want to get together, let's do that, well, like, sure, let's make time for that, right, because I want to keep you as a friend, but that has been non-insistent lately, and then people want to, you know, say things in the other, then the crazy thing that God has shown me is, like, you see these people then um, checking into places, right? Because now you're on Facebook, you can see so much. And then you see these people checking into places with other friends, right? They never want to share their own or the other friends with you. And I'm like, what kind of friendship is this that I have with this person? This is so strange, right? Like, who are you kidding at this point? You know, and then also stuff that God has been revealing to me that I wanted to share, which is like the main topic of this episode, is the fact that a lot of the times, right, the victim of abuse doesn't see doesn't see the abuse as an abuse into much later in life, right? So I'm my birthday is in a couple of days, right? And I've been I've, I I know a hundred percent that God is working with me with a lot of episodes that happened to me as a childhood and throughout my, my teenage year and adulthood also dealing with my mom and all of that stuff, that looking back at it now, I'm looking, I'm like, that was pure manipulation on their part. That was pure manipulation, conniving type of setting that it was done in my, to me as a person. Like, I have feelings. I Like, I'm not stupid. And I remember dealing with so much stress um, in the beginning when my mom got sick and so much um, fake stuff that was told to me. You know, I would get calls, like, right when I was leaving work. Like, the whole day was perfect until it was 4.30. I'm not even in my car yet, and I'm getting calls that everything's going downhill in my house. And I'm thinking to myself, how crazy is that, that the timing is just when I'm leaving work, right? It's almost like a way to control where you're going after work. And I'm like, not only is manipulation, it's a way of control, okay? It's a, it's a complete abuse of in, of a person to another person, right? And, you know, if you decide to go someplace after work and you don't, uh, you know, you don't address this crazy emergency that's happening, you are the biggest... um worst person in, in, you know, then it comes to verbal abuse because the reaction expected from you is not there, right? And I'm like, wow, that's so crazy because at the moment, at the time, I didn't see it. And there I was unable to even sleep because the anxiety, I couldn't even like, there were moments in my time back then that, you know, when my mom first started getting sick that I couldn't even look at my phone. I'm like, somebody's going to call. Like every call was like crazy to me. I'm like, somebody's going to text me. I know I couldn't even look at my phone. And I was like, this is insane. Like if I shut my phone down in something and I don't answer on time, I'm the worst person alive, right? Because that will be basically looked down like that, right? If I'm at an event, I remember one time I was at an event and I'm at the event with my merchandising, right? Trying to promote my business and I will get calls, I will get messages 
and I'm thinking, wow, there's no consideration here. Hey, she's at, she's at an event, and there I was in my table looking all panicky and nervous, right? To the point that I'm like trying to close and be like, you know what? Forget this vendor, man. I'm just going to go home and deal with this emergency that's happening. And the crazy thing is like a lot of the times I will get home and the emergency was already dealt with. So what was the point of that? It's a, a way of manipulation and control of my persona to not only not enjoy the time that I was doing with my with my vendor event, but also manipulate how I will go about the rest of the time that day, right? So it's just crazy. And let me tell you, you have to be so careful. Like I, I keep repeating myself, how you react when somebody comes and, you know, tells you stuff that's happening in their life because abuse is crazy manipulation control verbal abuse physical abuse is crazy you don't have to have a black eye to for somebody why do people always expect you to have some type of physical mark for them to believe that yeah you went through abuse you went through trauma right verbal abuse is getting a, a role of messages you know, saying so many bad things about you and who you are because you decided to, you as an adult made a decision, right? To not do something. And that person perhaps didn't like it, right? And this could happen anywhere, not just family setting. It can also happen, you know, we have this um, situation at workplaces. We have workplace bullies, right? These managers, micromanagers who are bullies right and they are so charming they get to the top right they're charming they're likable they always have the the perfect answer but you can even say good morning to them because they'll be like you i didn't like how you talked to me today and then these are the people in position right now right and hr in a lot of companies is basically trash, okay? Because they rather hire somebody who is charming and looking at, wait, is this person micromanagement? Is this person traumatizing the staff, right? They have no idea. And all of that contribute to trauma on, on a person. You know, nobody wants to hold other people accountable. They just want to look at them down and watch everything they say you know, and be my, that's, that's like people who are micromanagement, management who believe that micromanagement is the way to go are the worst managers ever. <laughs> they have no compassion, no empathy for nobody. They don't care. Like if they see you slacking on your work, instead of saying, hey, everything at home is good. You want to talk? You want to, you know, I want to know how you're doing this and that. They want to say, you're not being productive. I'm going to write you up. And they think that they can have their own daughters and their kids and thinking that life is just going to skip them by. Life repeats itself. And I'm trying to, to bring judgment to anybody. But let me tell you, there's something called the circle of life that you don't know if in 10 years from now you're going to be having a conversation with your daughter where she's experiencing the same manager that you were to some other people. And that and that's when you start remembering all the damage you did. Okay? And that... It's very avoidable, but people don't want to do that. They're so high into their titles. So if they can traumatize somebody who's been at the company for 10 years and make their life horrible and actually make them to quit, they'll, they feel so accomplished and it's so crazy that people think like that these days. So going back to the whole topic here, it's like abuse 
it's not sometimes recognized into after years after and then it's so crazy because people be like wait why are we hearing about this why is the Cosby you know why are the Cosby ladies coming out 20 years after because that's how abuse is I am no psychologist whatsoever I'm not therapist okay I don't have you guys not have a degree in fashion but from what I've seen and what I have experienced there are things that stay in, in your mind, right? And then looking back at Asenato, right? Because you you are now more mature. You you can define whether it's a manipulation or just somebody just having some type of conversation with you, right? You start to define things more clearly now because you are an adult, right? And it could take 20 years for somebody to say, oh, wow, that guy was giving me alcohol to sleep with me, okay? Or I was bribed, I was lied to. Okay, I look at, you know, and that this brought me to this um, whole thing about the Michael Jackson abuser, I mean, victims, right? And people are like, no, Michael Jackson never, never did that, this and the other. Like, you don't have just one person. You have people who are coming out and saying this happened, this, the other, right? And sometimes, you know, you know, a lot of, I feel like a lot of the times, abuse is not, people don't tell their own abuse, they say, they don't see it as an abuse until they realize they're old enough to look at it and say, you know, throughout life experience to say, hey, that was truly abused, you know, he lied to me about this and the other, he made me think that I was this and the other, but it wasn't, now he was just trying to get a bandage of me, so, when you see the Michael Jackson victims talking on national TV and saying he did that to us and the other, and then the Cosby abusers came out, Harvey Weinstein, right? Years after, right? And people are like, they're talking now. They're just doing this for money. They're just doing this, you know, to, they're just doing this, you know, to, to get money from the celebrities, this and the other. Man, let's have some type of compassion, Okay, the recent case that I see is the, the Johnny Depp thing, right? I'm not saying that she could also be abusive to him. I can understand that as well, okay? But I'm, I'm personally giving the benefit of the doubt to both, to each of them. But people seems to me like people are just crucifying her completely all over social media. And I'm thinking to myself, that is so sad, right? Because I'm sure it takes a lot for her. To get up on the stage and say, hey, the person you think is so lovely, so charismatic, and everybody loves, and has millions, millions of followers, is a completely different person to me behind closed doors. And some people, just because you will say something like that, will shut you down and say you are faking it. Like it was done to me, right? Like I was basically told as a couple of times, really, really? Like, why are you making that up? And, you know you forgive of course right you forgive right because that's what you know if god forgives you you forgive the person who abuses you but you have to understand that abuse is sometimes takes years for somebody to actually understand that they were actually being abused it could have been even like physical right because then you know when people doubt what you say they're like oh maybe 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 he just swing his arm hitting me to hit me and he hit me by mistake right because it is very brave to come out and say, hey, that person was physical with me and abusive. 
I want them I want them to be held accountable. But it's also very safe to not say anything, right? Because what? You don't want everybody looking at you like the victim too, right? You don't want everybody to think of you, oh, I'm so sorry, what happened to you? Every single time they see you, because that's the other thing. People see you and they think that you're still in that state of mind for the rest of your life. And you can be having an overcoming type of day. And the minute they see you, they're like, I'm so sorry that happened to you. And you're like, man, here we go with the same story. Like I already overcame that. Right. So a lot of the times people that have been abused, they rather keep it quiet for years. because you know, one, they might not recognize it as an abuse, right? Two, they don't want to, you know, who knows? They don't want to go through the whole process where everybody's looking at you with this, you know, the side face, kind of like, you know, you're the victim, you know, and we feel so sorry, this and the other. And they don't want to go through the whole process. So to see, you know, this trial and see them there, like on TV and being broadcast and then everybody having an opinion about it and making TikToks about it, making fun of her. I'm like, man, what is this world turning into? Like, I don't understand. Like, I don't care if she has a bad way with words. Let's just give her the benefit of the doubt. When, because trauma is no joke. Okay, now she's being put to another trauma. Both of them are because this is such a publicized trial. Okay, um, I'm almost done with this episode. I thank you so much for listening to this. And, you know, if you have any comments to say or you can you can email me, um, just go to my email, julissa, julissadesigns.com. I thank you for your time and, you know, always be compassionate. When somebody comes to you and tells you, hey, this situation is happening to me, okay, can you give me some type of advice how to deal with it, please don't ever doubt, even if you think it's a lie, just hear people out, because a lot of the times you come, you go to people with issues, right, and people think that you're asking them to resolve the issue, and you're like, I just want somebody to listen, you don't have to reply right away, why do people feel like they need to reply right away, Listen to the whole story first before you start asking, really? Really? Like, it will be such a better world if we are, if we learn to just listen to people, listen to where they're coming from and say, can uh, can that person who's so likable be actually a monster behind closed doors and have a character problem? Is that even possible? Let's just think about that for a second. Thank you guys so much. My name is Julissa. Thank you so much and come back for more. God bless.